0: And what I realized was like so much of the entrepreneurial journey and so much of your own journey of leadership, self-leadership is, is in between the cracks, right? Is in the spaces where there is no SOP, there is no calculated path. And when we avoid those opportunities, we miss the opportunity to meet the best parts of ourselves. We miss the opportunity to serve at our fullest capacity, we miss so much of what of all the juiciness in life that is waiting for us in the spaces where there's the discomfort, and and we have to meet the resistance, right? That's it's a beautiful part of being alive, and I think sometimes we think the resistance itself is an indicator that something is wrong. Oh, I'm uncomfortable. Oh, I don't feel good here. Oh, I feel stretched here, but we're being stretched open,
1: mm. right? Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Black Belt Beauty Radio. This week's phenomenal guest is business and leadership mentor, Hannah Koenig. Hannah is a Forbes Coaches Council member. She's the founder of the Lead Well Summit and an empowering teammate that helps elite level entrepreneurs strengthen their resources so that they continue scaling their businesses and their impact in this world. This conversation literally gave me chills several times over because Hannah is very much cut from a similar cloth to the values that are forged into my brand at Black Belt Beauty. And if you've been following me for a while, you're going to see exactly what I mean when you take in this episode. So in this powerful talk, Hannah and I dive extensively into leaning into challenges with more curiosity to turn them into growth opportunities We talk about the importance of high performance conversations to build team and powerful, effective collaborations. Authenticity as a core component to the sustainability of leadership and success. We talk about leadership myths and reshaping some definitions around what leadership even means. Operating with your unique ideologies versus the status quo's interpretations we discuss creating and enforcing strong and secure boundaries. We also discuss lifestyle components that are essential to optimize your daily performance. There are so many epic gems in this conversation. Literally, it's just a constant soundbite of content. Um, I love this talk so much. So whether you are an entrepreneur a woman in corporate, a stay at home mom, it doesn't matter. You are a leader. You are leading yourself in your life. So this conversation is going to bring a lot of light to all the power in that leadership role. So if you don't already know who Hannah is, I highly recommend going over to Instagram and following her to get into, you know, more of her work. Her content is awesome. And definitely be sure to claim your spot at her upcoming free Lead Well Summit that is happening September 20th through October 4th. This is a 14-day immersive event that I am so proud and honored to be a part of. I was one of the 20 guests that she had on the panel and truly my conversation with her, which there's a link to that in the show notes as well, uh, was just so, so powerful. And it really, it forged a new friendship with Hannah because she's as real as it gets. She's a very powerful contributor and I really stand by her messaging and and what she is doing in this world. So definitely secure your spot. Again, it is free to, and to take in all that information from all these incredible guests at uh, her and her partner have put onto this panel is definitely well worth your invested time and attention. Outside of that, I would love some support by knowing how did this episode hit you? Please share it on your IG stories, leave some comments on the posts and Instagram, DM me. That's always a fun place to connect with me. I love connecting with you. And my last request, if you have not already, rated and reviewed this podcast. I would love, love, love if you would please give us a five star rating and review. There's a super easy link that I've put in the show notes. So it doesn't matter if you have an Android, if you have an iPhone, whatever it is, you click on that link and it will take you right to where you can leave a five star rating and review. It means so much to me and my team. And just know this, it's not just about me and my team. The more that this content that I share that I create on this podcast is put out in the world, you know, it's supporting other people to live from their fullest potential and most empowered self. So I thank you in advance for all of you who are going to do that. And now please enjoy this epic episode with my girl, Hannah Koenig. Enjoy. Hey guys, before we drop into this episode, I want to mention something that's really exciting and important. So my friend who is also the current guest you're about to listen to in this episode, Hannah Koenig, alongside her partner, Rhea Doar, has spent the last several weeks interviewing some of the most knowledgeable, refreshing, and authentic experts on transformational wealth and leadership. And I'm so honored and proud to be included in their group of guests that are on this panel in this very, very empowering summit that they have created, the Lead Well Summit. And so I'm really excited that I'm able to offer you free access to this incredible event. It's a very, very powerful, empowering and important conversation to take in the conversation around transformational wealth and leadership. What does that even mean? I had a really empowering conversation with Hannah uh, for this event that there's a link also in the show notes where you can check that out. It was just you know, not only did it forge my friendship with Hannah, but it is something that I'm very proud to share with all of you. Inside this summit, you're going to receive access to over 20 interviews on transformational wealth and leadership with these experts in the fields of psychology, somatics, mindset, public service, trauma resolution, activism, social justice, feminism, emotional intelligence, spirituality breath work, meditation, entrepreneurship, and amazing tools and trainings, resources, and community. All of that is going to live in this summit. So you guys, this is an incredible opportunity to take in so much valuable content that will really help to up-level you in your life and help you attain and fortify more wealth and leadership skills in your own life. So join us for this 14-day immersion where you'll be able to dive into the rich, layered, and commonly overlooked topics that are essential to actualizing leadership by clicking the link in the show notes. I'm so excited to hear your takeaways and your thoughts. So definitely leave them for me in the DMs, best place to connect with me on Instagram, Roxy Look, if you don't already follow me there. And I can't wait. I'm really excited to share this with you and have you be a part of all of this. This is meant to serve you really valuable and empowering information to help you keep kicking ass like the leader that you are in your life. All right, on to the episode. Hannah, I am so, so grateful to have this time with you you know, we're, we're new friends and I couldn't be more grateful and really proud to be connected to you. Um, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. You are, I'm just, before I give you the microphone, I just have to say out the gate, it has been such a treat to dive into your work and getting to know you more. You know, when we met, um, and we'll discuss this, you know, um, it was for, um, a panel that you have coming out at a summit and, um, you know, I immediately felt a connection with you and I, I'm a very friendly, warm person, but that doesn't mean I'm going to connect with somebody right away. The way that I genuinely did with you and then taking, deep dives into your work. I mean, your Instagram, I mean, girl, I'm just literally, I feel like I'm sitting down with a girlfriend right now. So that's my intro to get us going into this. What I already know is going to be such a fucking powerful conversation. So thank you for making time to be here with us, girl.
0: Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. And anytime, you know, when I connected with your work, I felt the same thing. And I was like, this woman is a force. I mean, I need to bring her to my community. I need to get in her world, and then, and then when we connected in person—or well, virtually—yeah, these days in person. So I just had so much fun, and I was so lit up by our exchange. And at any time, like I'll stop what I'm doing to be here. Oh, thank you.
1: Well, okay, so let's get right into it. And I actually, you know. I think a great place to start, first of all, is can you bring our audience up to speed of what drove you to, you know, come into the career that you're in? And really, it's like career, profession, yes, but honestly, I feel like you're on a mission, you know, (laughs) that's more of how I view what you're doing. Um, So if you could just give us a little bit of background to what drove you to become a business and leadership mentor, and specifically, you know, the um, arena that you're in by way of like the specific kind of clients that you cater to, I think that would be a great place to start.
0: Yeah, well, and I love that you say mission, because that's really the heart of all of it for me. You know, we can make money, but you're not moved by something if you don't have a mission. And and I think my work works through me, you know, it, it gives me a reason to show up and and my mission is really leaders seeing leaders be well resourced in their work. So to give you some background, you know, I, my early background was in, um, the wellness and, and spirituality and yoga and personal development spaces. I have like all of the E R Y T letters and thousands of hours of teaching and training and facilitation. And I found myself, um, supporting and facilitating women's leadership trainings in bali indonesia for about three years it was this pro- program called shakti initiation it was under the umbrella of a women's 300 hours so it was a training for teachers and the most incredible you know women from all over the world coming to be part of this program we spend a month together in the jungle in the mountains, like north of tabanon you know just completely remote you know, spiders you get woken up at 3 a.m. by roosters, the whole thing. And these phenomenal women who are already leaders in their own communities, right? Already leaders in their own places of work. And a lot of them actually had leadership skills. But what I saw not only during that time, but what I also saw reflected as this mentality in sort of the, the spiritual realms was people who were grossly under resourced. And that impacting their ability to actually lead to them not having the fuel for their mission and the support for their skill set and their service. And it was kind of commonly understood in these spaces that if you were going to be of service, you were committed to like struggle and, and poverty. And I just felt like that was bullshit. It. I'm like, like this it. I'm like this isn't working for me and it's not working for the people I'm watching and this level of struggle is actually not serving anyone right when and I like to I like to um make the comparison of like if you're in that position of toothpaste and ramen noodles right what you have to give is not the same Right, right. You have it to give within you, but you don't have the support to get it out there. And so that really is what lit the fire in like, how do I help people with, with skill sets? People who are here to heal, people who are here to lead, people who are here to teach and transform, be well supported in getting this work out there. And so it started with growing my own business, and I was actually I was doing coaching, like personal transformation coaching, using the skill set I already had, and a lot of. Um, the clients who were coming to me at that time. Were were then? It it just kept coming up. Like, how do I make money? So I'm like, we'll learn together. We'll figure it out. I'll tell you what I do. I'll tell you what I know. I'll take another class. And I got very scrappy and I learned quickly. And I went all in. And I made a lot of mistakes. And that's sort of how I came into business coaching. And then eventually, I. I, or I started to notice that I was having more impact in. So I work with more established entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs who have an established business and who want to scale it. Because I found that you know as you grow and evolve, so does your skill set. And my skill set was I was making more of an impact with people who already had the foundational work done and were ready to amplify. We're ready to reach more people. So that's really what I do now. I help entrepreneurs scale um and and it's about them being well resourced and through thorough development of their leadership skill set because when you are playing at a bigger level all of a sudden it's it's less about you know your moment to moment like mindset or feelings or inspiration mm-hmm. and more about your leadership skill set more when you're leading a team when you have a community a rich community like you have with mm-hmm. you know dozens or hundreds or thousands of people showing up how you feel when you wake up first thing in the morning and like your insecurity just isn't the most important thing yeah. right you're called to lead you're called to something bigger and you show up anyway and and when we don't have the leadership skill sets in place it becomes really challenging to do that and i've been behind the scenes in a lot of big flashy businesses where everything is on fire behind the scenes,
1: mm.
0: because those those core skill sets were not established.
1: Yeah, gosh, that's so that's so important. First of all, and it's I know I know as an entrepreneur who has a lean team, mm-hmm. very powerful team. Um, you know the importance of just how I show up every day for myself and for my team makes the biggest difference in how everything is progressing in my business. So, you know, if I didn't have strong leadership skills, if I didn't already have that awareness of, you know, just, it's not all about me. And it really, it comes down to this, um, you know, ability to be really, really uh, steady in the face of all challenges that are always every single day, there's challenges coming out, whether it's personal life or business, right. It's like both, you know, um, but holding that steadiness and that strength and that resilience and that grit to move in compassion, to move everything forward and to keep it in a very healthy place is so important. So to have someone like yourself as a teammate to your clients, I mean, that's, that's huge. So I love that. There's so much to dive into just from that, but there's one thing that I I I, uh, I really want to start. You know, let me say that again. There's something that I want to insert into this conversation in doing deep dives into your work. You're such a fantastic speaker. Honestly, I, I literally can watch so your Instagram posts are so great. Listening to you speak, and there's some articles that um, you know you've you've had out in. I, there's something that I want to read from one of them that will lead us into a par- very powerful question. Um, so this is a mix. I've kind of taken two pieces out of this article yeah. that was in Th- Thrive Gro- Global. I'll I'll put it in the show notes um, and I put it together. So everyone develops insecurities over time. Hypotheticism inflames them to the point where it becomes difficult to conceptualize our success, much less to create it. It might surprise you to know that as uncomfortable as it may feel, brushing up against self-doubt is actually a positive sign. It indicates a growth edge and embracing it will be the key to your breakthrough. By shying away from this chance to create and expand, we stunt our development and fall prey to our own destructive thought patterns. By leaning into the discomfort of our growth edge, with an eagerness to face the next challenge, we push past hypotheticism towards success. The answers never come from escaping the challenge. They come from engaging with it. Um, first of all, I said that word correct, right?
0: Yeah, hypotheticism, like perfect, like hypothetical, but yeah. if, I'm, if I'm like hypotheticizing, like I'm making up these stories and almost, and I'm gonna say this because it's kind of funny, but like hypothetical meets pathetic, like to yeah. the point where it's like really unnecessary, which is what we do
1: is, is there, do you want me to riff, or is so? There- yeah. Oh, I want you to riff, yeah. And I just want to say, right. I mean, yeah. you know, one of my creeds in my brand is seek the fight. It's, it's moving towards the child. So I just, when I read this, I mean, I, I genuinely have chills in my body right now. Yeah. I was like, this is brilliant because that was a word that you coined. So please riff off of that. Yes.
0: Yeah, it and, and I was watching. You know, as, as we create, we have a natural tendency. This is what our brain does, right? It figures out I'm gonna. I, I've got the idea, or I've got the opportunity, or the challenge is in front of me, and then I'm gonna calculate all of the ways that I can avoid pain, discomfort, um, you know, being seen, whatever it is, and our our natural. For a lot of people, the most natural response is to lean back from that, right? Maybe I'll calculate more. Maybe I'll, I'll think about it more. And in this place, we learn nothing, right? When we're when we we lean in, then we get to experience what we're really capable of. And so, it when I wrote that, I was I was watching this play out in in the field that I work in. And I was, and what I realized was like so much of the entrepreneurial journey and so much of your own journey of leadership, self-leadership is, is in between the cracks, right? Is in the spaces where there is no SOP, there is no calculated path. And when we avoid those opportunities, we miss the opportunity to meet the best parts of ourselves. We miss the opportunity to serve at our fullest capacity. We miss so much of what, of all the juiciness in life that is waiting for us in the spaces where there's the discomfort and and we have to meet the resistance, right? That's, it's a beautiful part of being alive. And I think sometimes we think the resistance itself is an indicator that something is wrong. Oh, I'm uncomfortable. Oh, I don't feel good here. Oh, I feel stretched here, but we're being stretched open, Mm, right? Yeah, that's so
1: good. I mean... There's so much to say about that, and you know, you and I have talked about this. I actually feel that we have a different, you know, crisis, if you will, where it's like there's just so much comfort now that, you know, discomfort is really something that you know nobody wants a part of. I mean, we can get food delivered; we don't have to get up off our couch to get our food fed to us, our temperatures controlled. I mean, everything is just so catered to us feeling you know, good basically. And that's not how we evolved. And I know in my own life, I, you know, I could never, ever be the woman that I am today, attain the confidence, attain the self-trust, the strength, the resilience, had I not always chosen to move towards the things that made me uncomfortable, that stood guard at the desires, the goals, the ideas, the mission, the vision, you know. So I love I love that you you know so eloquently and so powerfully elaborate on this subject because I do feel that it needs to be heard louder and louder and louder. You know, whether it's you're an entrep- entrepreneur or not, you could be, you know, anything in your life, but this is a very essential piece to like you said it's like you're never going to fully express your fullest potential if you are not touching and really like jumping off those edges, right? I call them ledges, right? Just leap off the ledge.
0: <laughs> it's crazy. Right. We're not yeah. here to sit on a shelf. I also think about it like, yes, people, right? You talk about your team, you're like, I have a lean team and they're phenomenal. I also have a lean team because, right, to, when we're all together and we're all in sync, I don't need, Thirty people behind me, and a lot of people surround themselves with yes people. I'm sure you've also seen this as you know a former celebrity makeup artist, and through your work, and the people I value most in my life are the people who are going to call me on the shit, who are going to ground me, who are going to tell the truth, who are going to bring my edges and and give me real feedback. Because if I am just surrounding myself with comfort. I'm actually not living in a reality. I'm, I'm living in a falsified reality.
1: Yes. Yeah. You're so right. Um, I, I feel like I've read this from you before, but you know, it's it's you know the people, and I'm so in agreement with this. People who are just agreeing with you, not truly on your team. They're operating out of fear or something that isn't really in your best interest. We need more high performance conversations where you know it, you're not worried about hurting the person's feelings because it, the root. Of you know, where you but where you know the individuals are connected is you you're on the same mission. And if you're on the same mission, like a sports team, it's like at the Super Bowl and you're in the fourth quarter, it's like there's no time to be like, hey, you know, Hannah, I just want to say it's like you gotta fucking be line to the truth kind of thing, right? That's when you know that you're all on the same mission and 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 really in service to each other. So I think that's so, so important. I want to ask you. You know, as someone who is coaching and mentoring um, entrepreneurs who, you know, are deep in the game already, six, seven figure entrepreneurs, like what, what are some of the through line challenges um, that they face mostly like mental um, and emotional psych, you know, versus like the actual ins and outs of their business?
0: Um, I think that, I think there's a misconception, you know, that at a certain level that the challenges are. And I mean, some of them on a technical level are different, but that the mindset challenges are that different because they're not first and foremost, right? They, There are still, you know, imposter syndrome still comes up. The, the need for validation still comes up. The, the questioning of, you know, your own idea still comes up because so much of the work of being an entrepreneur is, is doing these things that is going first, is doing these things that, like, nobody, you know, you can get a template, but there's no guarantee and, and trusting your instincts. And I think I see a lot of people get caught up in and this is more on the technical side, but in the idea that more is more, right? We've got money rolling in, all of a sudden it's inflated team, all of a sudden we need all these things but really like often the magic happens in in those scrappier moments you know so i i am a big fan of the way that you operate right a lean team um a, a clear mission everyone on board so i see that happen a lot i see a lot of people afraid that they can't sustain it mm. right if i if i've hit a certain level of success if i've hit a certain stride can I do it again? Is it real? Was it a fluke? did I just get lucky? Did um, am I gonna turn around and be the emperor with no clothes on? right yeah. in, in, in feeling like there's this there's this now pressure to sustain a certain level or to perform at a certain level um and this fear that what they've created and established isn't isn't valid and and which is interesting because you think that that would change with evidence.
1: Mm.
0: And and we're still human, right? We still feel those feelings. And then I think the other thing I see is on a higher leadership level is people confronting and wrestling with um, being truth tellers and being voices for change when it's not convenient or not popular. Because the truth is, the more eyes you have on you, the more you open yourself up for other people's opinions. The more success you have, the more you become a target for that in some ways, you know, and I've seen, I've had, you know, clients get um, trolled, you know, in an ad campaign or something like that, and then turn it around and make it a keynote, Mm. right? Because we were able to look at it as information, but there, there is that challenge of like, how do I continue to be true to myself? How do I continue to be true to this work? Cause there's the opportunity to like appease or please now the masses. If, I, if I've i got more exposure, there are certain formulas and certain things you can do to water your message down and kind of make it general to everyone. And then you lose the heart of your message.
1: Oh, you're speaking to my heart, girl. Cause you know, wow. I mean, how I feel. Authenticity is a core value of mine. It is a part of constantly a part of the conversation um, with me. So I actually want to ask you, What does authenticity mean to you? And how important do you feel that it is for, you know, entrepreneurs to, to, to really stand in their most authentic self, um, period, like not just for your business, but just period.
0: Well, first I want to say that people pleasing is the antithesis of leadership. Period. Can you say that again? It's so good. People pleasing is the antithesis of leadership. Right, and leadership is um, a very, it's, it's intrinsic before it ever becomes external, right? It, it is this deep conversation that we engage in with ourselves, with um, God or spirit or a higher power, if that's something that you're connected to, but it's really personal. And authenticity to me is about this constant responsibility to truth this constant willingness to listen and to ask yourself the challenging questions right if you're not questioning yourself and i'm i'm not talking about you know that level of hypotheticism and and delving into your insecurity but i'm talking about like is this what i believe in is this what matters right or or is this what looks good on paper or is this what will please um, the people, you know, on my team or the people I look up to, right. It's this, it's this willingness to get so clear in here. And then a deep level of permission to share that and to stand in that and to have the courage to be whatever truth it is, even if it's inconvenient, even if it's unpopular, even if it's, um, even if it's uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. 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 So, I mean, and oftentimes it will be, right? Because you're going against sometimes, you know, even people that really matter to you, like important people in your life. But, you know, I truly believe that it is literally the most empowering thing because it keeps you in your autonomy at the same time, right? Yeah. You're operating for others and you're you're not in your most autonomous self, right? You're being ruled by other people's ideas, opinions, validation, et cetera, all the things. So you, and and then, then that digs into confidence. How can you really be standing in true self-confidence if you're not operating in true autonomy and authenticity to cultivate that confidence, right? Right. You're not trusting yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, that that's a great bridge into, you know, the value of self-trust with you know, in your, like your clients, like you said, you know, they're like the first ones on the dance floor, right? These are leaders and, and it's scary. <laughs> it's like, it, that's always the best way. So, cause it's like, things are new. And even if things are similar in, you know, what their business is focused on or whatever, but they're, they're, you know, like I call path creators, where they're operating their unique mission, their unique focus, their unique, um, you know, everything. And that does, it's like a first. And so, there is, I feel like your your trust, the self trust, is always being pushed on. Um, so, what how, can you speak to that and the importance of it um, for entrepreneurs to really to really lean into um, trusting themselves and how that plays out into the development of their their business?
0: Yeah, and often I think we're taught that trust is earned, and to an extent it is, but actually trust is given right? Trust is generous. It's this generous thing that we extend to people in our lives. It's, it's a risk often, right? So, you know, I am, you're stepping into some level of risk when you are trusting your instincts as an entrepreneur in your business, when you're like, we're going to go this way. You know, I I know this is the map that's been laid out. That's what makes sense on paper. And I'm not feeling it. We're going to go this way. That's a risk, but it, it's also, you know, it's a risk. Sometimes we, and this is why I say trust is given. It's like, I'm sure there have been times in your own life where you have chosen to trust someone or something that didn't earn it beforehand, right? That didn't necessarily give you a reason to because you felt that. And, and so yeah. it's this act of listening and and responding in truth. And it is it's something that we can build but it's also something that we can be, and, and I encourage for your community for the people who are listening, you to be more generous with intrinsically, right? In the process of yourself, right? I, I can trust me to show up. I can trust me to create the thing that is calling me. I can trust me to say no yeah. when, I've, when I've met a boundary or a limit.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's a so
0: skill set important. that You don't stop needing.
1: No, No. (laughs) not for improving and strengthening. No, no, (laughs) no, period at the end of that sentence. No, I think, you know, I'd love to ask you when you personally find yourself in moments of, you know, maybe where you're feeling self doubt or your self trust is, you know, and self confidence, all that, you know. Is being kind of pushed on, you know? Like, uh, how do you get yourself through those moments? What's your what's your kind of protocol?
0: Mm, That's a great question. I my first protocol is just to listen, right? And 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 then to notice the layers. So if like I almost see my emotional body or understand that as kind of like the ocean, where I'm like there there are these layers on the surface that are that fluctuate quite frequently, right? And then there's a deeper steadiness and an anchor as well, right? That's that's my my worthiness, right? My truth, my commitments. Um, and so there's just a willingness to give myself space to acknowledge what I'm feeling, and not necessarily let that carry me off somewhere else, right? Let that take me into story or, or let it inform how I move necessarily. And sometimes it does. I'm, I am human. I lead with imperfection, but, but really like my practice is, is just in acknowledging and allowing that without judging it or judging myself or being in it because we are emotional beings, right? I, you know, if you study Brene Brown's work, the research shows that we're actually emotional beings who think not like, intellectual beings who sometimes feel. Mm-hmm. And so it's like understanding that like the wave and emotion for me is is just a natural fluctuation of who I am. Like I have more energy in the morning maybe than it, than if you call me at 10 o'clock. Yeah, depending on the day, right? but, <laughs> but just noticing that like this is a natural part of the wave and then what, what do I need to listen to here and what do I just need to allow to be moved?
1: I love that girl. It's so in line with how, you know, I, what I believe in, how I function it's, you know, I would say like, feel the feeling, observe it, feel it, notice it, question it, learn from it. Just, you don't need to become it. You know, yeah. it's, it's, so you describe that so beautifully to my own heart because it is, and you said it, and I, I wondered if the word would come out. Um, but when you said there's an anchoring piece, like the first thought is, yeah, that's your truth. And you mm-hmm. said it, and that is so important. There's, I, I, Hannah, like there are so many moments where it's like, I, I have to tell myself, I know the truth, the truth in me knows. It's like this affirmation statement because there are those moments where perception is skewed by emotion, by some stimulus and reaction. And it's a, it's a great, so I love that your protocol was like, you stop and you listen that is so powerful. That is self-awareness, right? This is emotional intelligence too. It's like not being so reaction, you know, reactive and just going, hold on, let's just pause for a moment and let's observe. And that's so important. I love that you, you I love that that's your protocol. It makes perfect sense to me. That's why you, you know, do what you do and you are who you are. Um, but I just want to put emphasis on that because, you know, for those listening and watching, just want to keep that at the top of their mind. It's like, We have a choice to not always like what's going to, you know, our reaction or the thoughts that come in, but we do have a choice once we feel the stimulus, what happens after that. And the more that you can pause, like you just mentioned and walk yourself through that process, you know, witness those emotions, feel it. And then decide, okay, how do I want to operate from here? I mean, this is self-mastery. This is self-regulation. This is empowerment. So this is badass.
0: <laughs> well, and you need that. I, I love that you brought up emotional intelligence because I am obsessed with emotional intelligence work. And yeah. I've done a lot of it. It's, it's so good and so brilliant and so counterintuitive sometimes, you know? And that's when when we find ourselves running a business, running a team, serving a lot of people at a very high level, things are going to come up. Things are going to come up that trigger you. Things are going to come up that challenge you. And if you don't grant yourself that grace and space and permission, you will respond in ways that aren't actually in line with your truth because you didn't give yourself the chance to pause and see like, what is what in this is the thing that triggered triggered a childhood wound or told a story versus like, who do I get to show up as in this opportunity and, and rise above what I'm experiencing in a brief moment that, that moment I want to tell this person to
1: like, yeah, Puck Puck off. off I'll say it for you.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's, <laughs> I don't know if we have, you know, little ones listening. Um, but yeah, where you want to tell somebody to fuck off or where you can actually come back and be like, how do I want to be able to see this? If if I look back at the six months from now, a year from now, and think, yeah, I fucking, I showed up like the best version of myself because I gave myself the space to step into that.
1: Ladies, I am so excited to let you know that Queendom Black Belt Beauty's exclusive membership community for women only has officially opened her doors and is welcoming new members. Queendom is an exclusive community of high-minded, empowering, supportive, badass women who are all on a mission to live from their fullest potential in life. This empowered space is monitored by me personally to ensure that it is non-toxic, non-competing, and an inspiring, energetic environment. What this membership includes is one monthly live Zoom call with me, where I take you on a deep dive and a specific focus for the month. So think topics like self-love, self-confidence, and vitality. These topics are vital to living from your fullest potential in life. So these talks are going to support you to get more clarity on them and help you to develop and strengthen your relationship with them in your life. You get one monthly challenge that is specific to the focus for the month for stronger development and progress in that area. You get a monthly workbook with a summary of that topic and journal prompts around the subject. You get a variety of intentional meditations that I create to help you get rooted in specific areas of yourself and your life. You get exclusive Black Beauty Radio podcast guest content for Queendom members only. And ladies... I love to have fun, so you can expect to have a lot of it in Queendom. There will be several pop-up virtual events, including more live coaching sessions with me, beauty sessions, training sessions, cooking hangs, masterclasses, and Q&As, all with high level guest experts. You also get my VIP high performance vault. So think my top tools that I rely on to feel my best, to look my best, and to perform my best in life. Above all, you get community and accountability support from the incredible members of Queendom who are on aligned missions to live from their fullest potential in life. You know, one of my favorite quotes that sums up my aim with Queendom is this one by Reed Hoffman. No matter how brilliant your mind or strategy, if you're playing a solo game, you will always lose out to a team. You guys, I want you all to be winning in your life from within and out. And I'm a firm believer that teamwork truly does make the dream work. So I've designed Queendom to be exactly that, a team of women who are supporting the best in each other to actualize their dreams into life. So the cost for all of this is just $40 a month. And that price is exclusive to this period of enrollment only. For those who purchase a full year of membership upfront, you get one month of membership for free investing in this membership is investing in yourself. So if you're ready to join Queendom, go to blackbeltbeauty.com to sign up or click the link in the show notes. Ladies, let's seek the fight together in 2021 as a badass team of empowered queens. Membership has its privileges. I can't wait to see you and support you in the Queendom. when everything shut down in 2020, um, you know, I would speak to that on solo. Shows and stuff. it's not just going through the motions, but it's, it's really zooming out and being in constant witnessing of yourself, but zooming out and going, how did I move through this challenge? You know, was I a mess? Did it, you know, like take me for, you know, or did I stand in my power and my truth? And did I give myself that, you know, those moments of grace and compassion. I say compassion is a high performance tool because it really is. It's like the lubrication. (laughs) So you don't get rigid and you don't crack and you don't break, you know, and it's, it's acknowledgement. That's so important uh, to self, you know, that shit, this is hard or shit that sucked or all the things, but you know what, I'm just going to you know, I'm going to do the best I can and show up the best I can and move forward. And so I think that's so valuable and so important what you just shared in just, um, you know, giving yourself that grace to then have that space to then decide how you want to show up, who, who's showing up to that next, um, you know, moment. It's so, so beautiful and so important. Um, there's a couple of things. First of all, I love that you have a background in health too. I think that coaches, um, you know, business mentors, I mean, people that are in your position, I think personally I feel, cause you know, how, you know, health is a big part of the conversation. Um, how can it not be when you're, you know, reaching for your fullest potential? You, you, that's, that's a very, very important piece, right? Um, but I find that individuals like yourself and in, in your profession are just more powerful and more effective uh, because you're able to, you're not just so focused on the business, but there is this more holistic understanding and approach that is going to support optimal performance out of your client. So I want to talk with you about this concept that i feel we're maybe starting to move from but it's just been so deeply ingrained um especially in america which i'm a proud american i love you know that we have this country that says like hey you know what you got an idea you want to make it happen like this country will let you do it right however there is a story that has just been so drilled which is if you're not grinding yourself till till to some kind of illness or something or like over stress, like, you know, then good luck on being successful. And I just, I have such hardcore boundaries around my self-care. Um, I've so declared and decided a long time ago, that's never going to be my story. Fuck it. If it takes me longer to, to reach the pinnacle moments of my business and my but I maintain optimal health and I age like a badass. That's a that's real success to me. So I would love your thoughts on that, especially with your health background. And yeah,
0: yeah, I I love that you challenge these ideologies because it's the same thing of like you know if if you are if you're spiritual and you're here to serve that you need to be broke, right? Anything that says, and that's why I say well-resourced, when I talk about wealth, I mean well-resourced and well-resourced is your health, your time, your relationships and and your relationship with money. Because if the story is that any one of those things needs to be compromised or doesn't get to be a part of the picture, then you are, then, then that translates as, okay, I need to shrink part of my needs and part of myself to achieve and, and to validate myself. This These don't equal each other, right? Not, not possible. And what I love so much about the nature of entrepreneurship is that so many of the people that I work with and I see have found themselves in, in career paths, in jobs, um, in systems that told them that they weren't allowed to want what they wanted or want what they needed, and what was true for them, and they weren't going to get it right. And instead of and and many many people, you know, you saw this with like the women's national soccer team or um, Naomi Osaka, right? Saying, "Hey, my mental health is a priority, yeah. right? Hey." I I deserve equal pay. And what I love about entrepreneurship is so many people who have challenged systems and been told no, we're like, fine, then I will create a new opportunity. And a lot of the time we think that we have to kill the old paradigm for a new one to exist. But the truth is we can just create a new paradigm. We can create a new marketplace. We can create a system that serves all of ourselves because you know, when I talk about leadership, I'm talking about embodiment. I'm talking about bringing all of you to the table. I'm talking about space for every facet of your being and your expression to be honored and acknowledged and serve at your full capacity. When you say, um, you know, com- you talk about compassion being a high performance skill, I think it's the high performance skill. I heard you say that and I'm like, it's the high performance skill. Because how do we create a world that has space for all of the different facets and expressions and nuances of what it means to be human to support people in that without it we can't no and to self
1: yeah like it's huge it's so huge i mean i there's so many moments in in my life where you know i i just where i hit a hard spot and i mean i say like personally i don't need to be an asshole to myself to be motivated or to push, to grow. Like, I don't, you know, it doesn't work for me. I'll push, but I push from a place of love, from a place of self-belief, from a place of grit and just (laughs) hunger, right? Um, And when I hit those hard moments, and this is with my girls that I, you know, mentor and coach as well. It's like, hey, hold on, let's back up here. And let's, let's, especially when you're showing up and you're genuinely giving it your best, how dare you not hold compassion for yourself? You know, and of course, compassion to others as well. I mean, it's, it's just, it is, you're so right. It's, you know, it's, is in my world. It's like the curve to the edge, you know, too much edge. It's too much. You need that harmonization. Now we're like in the masculine feminine energy conversation that I love, you know, but it's so, it's so important. So You know, I love that you represent this, um, you know, this really important idea too, that like, you don't need to fit into a system that doesn't work for you, you know, create your own system and let that system actually expand, you know, all of us and what, what is possible for all of us. It's huge. You know, the four mile, you know, it's like people need to see it, the four mile, uh, four minute mile people need to see it to believe that it's possible, but this is where real leadership comes in, right? Like it's those risk takers and the ones saying like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to challenge this, you know, ideology, this, you know, way of, of this norm to hold steady in my truth and, and, and ultimately my, my desires. So I love that. Do you, as as a badass entrepreneur who's leading badass entrepreneurs um, on the subject of like health and, you know, really like lifestyle, are there a couple of lifestyle components in in your own life that help you to perform at optimal levels on a daily basis?
0: Definitely. Um, Right now, that's movement. If I am not in a consistent movement practice, um i'm i'm just not as connected i'm not as embodied i'm not um i'm not i'm not processing the same right i'm just i'm not at the same level of functioning um green tea right now i used to love coffee but it hurts my stomach and it it honestly gives me a little bit of anxiety or like jitters so i've been on a green tea kick for a couple of years now and so good i love and breath work. Um, I do breath work with uh, there's um, there are a couple. Um, he's an, a naturopathic physician, and they develop this method called reset breath work. And and I do their breath work, and it's super powerful. And it um, I'm going to butcher this because I'm not um, like a neuroscientist, but it basically moves you into peak experiences. Right? It's a very rapid breath work. And so it, it changes the shape of your brain, right? And it, um, you know, I created this big project recently, you know, you were part of it, we'll talk about it later, but like I had a vision, the vision for it came through from the breath work experience because it, it expands your capacity on, on a chemical level to be able to like connect with yourself by moving into these, these peak states and, and breath work. That's amazing. Yeah. And then also I would say relationships are something that really nourish me and keep me um, in a high performance state. It's like the time I take that's not work or that's not achieving to connect with people I love. There's some kind of, it feeds me. You know, conversations like this, they feed me. They expand me in what, and keep me in the realm of what is possible and And not just what is
1: probable. Mm-hmm. right? So important, so, so important. Yeah. what's your what's what's your take on boundaries? I mean, boundaries are a huge subject. I feel like they're a podcast in of itself. It's actually um a focus in my membership um in this month. It's a core activation subject. but it's I truly believe that it is such an important piece of the conversation when you're talking about empowerment, when you talk about leadership, um, you know, everything related. Um, so I would love just a general kind of, you know, riff on, on, on the importance of, of boundaries and even specifically, like maybe with your clients, like witnessing them enforcing or not enforcing boundaries, how, how is it playing into, uh, their business and, and really their overall well being?
0: Oh my God. That's, that's so good. And I, I actually have a great example for you with boundaries of clients, but first I just want to say that boundaries are sexy boundaries are hygienic right it's it's like emotional relational hygiene like if I'm if I'm going to be um you know say I'm an esthetician and I'm working over your face all day and I put on deodorant that's it's really considerate of me right because you have to breathe very close to my armpit boundaries are are like energetic and relational hygiene in that when I am around people who are very boundaried I feel more comfortable because I know that they're going to tell me what is okay for them and what is not. Right. When I, when I communicate that in my relationships, there's so much more ease. There's so much more clarity. And I think sometimes we blur the line with boundaries because we want people to like us, right? We, we, we don't want to make people uncomfortable. Um, Especially I noticed this with women and people of marginalized identity that there's a fear that if I enforce a boundary, that an opportunity might be taken away from me, right? And the truth is, like we, we really we're not serving anyone by watering down our boundaries. And, and I'll talk about this in the context of work because when you're in a, a leadership role or a mentorship role, especially, your job is to serve the consciousness of the person in front of you, of the client, right? And that is a privilege. And it is a responsibility and you don't serve anyone by tiptoeing around the truth. And so there have been multiple experiences and I just, I walked a client through this yesterday um, with one of, with one of their clients, cause they were coming into this situation where um, they had noticed a pattern with a client and they hadn't called it out. And and they had, they had seen the pattern. They're like, oh, this is going to be an issue later on. And instead of doing the hard thing and leaning in and say, hey, saying, hey, I'm noticing this thing coming up for you, and I'm noticing how it's impacting your ability to show up in this container and what we're able to accomplish together, right? Instead of doing that, waited. And then a situation happened where, of course, the pattern played out. And I'm like, you could look at this as a problem or you could see it as an opportunity. And the opportunity there was to really clarify the standards, right? If I'm if I'm in, in this conversation with you, say you're this client, my job is to call you in. And that is more courageous and more compassionate. If you think about compassion like a soft skill, compassion is fierce, right? I am fiercely taking a stand for who you are here to be and what you are capable of. And I'm gonna say, hey, Rox. I'm noticing this come up and I know that, and it's okay. And for us to do the work we're here to do, this is what I need from you. And we get to look at this together because I know what you're capable of is this and what you're showing up like is this. And I am here to hold you with this. And that might be uncomfortable to acknowledge, but I know you've got it.
1: Yes, girl. I love it. I love it. (laughs) It's so, it's so fucking important. I love it. Oh my goodness. Um, And that's like, that's also real respect, you know, I mean, for self and for, for the, right. You know, and it's, 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 it takes courage. Um, But, you know, this is where you build this confidence in self. And this is where you build integrity, Right. And you learn to trust your, the operation of your most authentic self as well. Right. So these, I mean, I love, I love your whole analogy that, but um, emotional and what was it? The hygiene that was just so good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like brushing your teeth for your relationships. <laughs> but really like, I, I love that you say respect because if I, if I really respect and admire you, if I really care about you, I'm going to level with you yeah and it takes like that's what it means to really be in relationship,
1: yes, truly if don't have the
0: courage to do that, then i'm I am actually doing both of us a great disservice, right. I agree. If I can't bring the truth to the table in our exchange mm-hmm. then then I am not actually respecting you.
1: no, no. And there are serious detriments to self and to the relationship, um, when those boundaries and when, when you're not coming to the table with that truth. So, yeah, I think it's just so important. I think that, um, you know, and even just in terms of like business entrepreneurship, like when you, when you don't have strong boundaries in place, not just personal boundaries, but with self, I mean, but like boundaries with your clients, with, you know, the external, um, it's building a very shaky, unstable foundation, I feel like. Would you agree? I mean,
0: oh completely. It's 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 avoiding building a foundation at all. Right? Because what are we standing on if it's if it's not built in trust, mutual respect, integrity? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Totally. And it, again, it's like so personal. It's like I I can't actually bring boundaries to a relationship with someone else if I'm not holding them with myself.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Cause okay. I don't know them. I haven't embodied the work.
1: Right. No, it's so true. It's so it's, you know, it's amazing just how it's all so connected, right? You're talking about leadership. It's like, there's no way you're not talking about boundaries at the same time you're talking about, uh, you know, it's just, everything is really, it's not original. It's just really just kind of elaborating powerfully on these specific areas of conversation and making it very clear that the reason why you hear these, you know, conversations around boundaries and, you know, other things that we're talking about, um, you know, seeking the fight, rising to the challenge facing is because, I mean, this is what it takes to be an empowered individual to, you know, create a life of fulfillment, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, you know, not everybody's designed to be an entrepreneur. I mean, would you agree on that? <laughs> it's definitely. Yeah.
0: I think it's not for everyone. I think it's something that I think, I don't know if it was 2020, this is an older statistic. It was either 2020 or 2019, like 80% of new entrepreneurs were women. Um, right. That's but funny. I think that there's also something about that bubble that makes it seem like being an entrepreneur is is somehow above. Yeah. Working in a traditional job. And I don't believe that at all.
1: Agreed. Right? No.
0: Opportunities for us to serve and create and evolve
1: everywhere. Totally. Yeah. Right. You could be a leader in every, you know, being a leader doesn't mean that you're an entrepreneur Um, yeah. or being an entrepreneur doesn't even mean that you're a leader. Right. It's just first starting with just how you lead yourself in life. Like that's my, yeah. right.
0: Yeah. We're all in leadership roles, like whether we want to acknowledge that or not, whether we like it or not. There are as many ways to lead as there are people. I think we have a very um, a curated idea of what it means to lead. Like we need to wear like a pantsuit and we've got a corner office with a lot of windows and an X-figure salary, right? And (gasps) and we have a boardroom and we have important meetings and and we're like on our blackberries. Now I sound really old, like all the time. Right that's not true, right? The role models, you know, we are we are constantly faced with opportunities to lead ourselves, but also mm-hmm. the people in our lives. So, you know, there may have been a bus driver that was an example for you. I am, you know, my sister's about to have she's having a baby right now, like as yeah. we record this, yeah. and I know that everything I do and the way I show up will inform that little human about what is possible and, and and how to show up and who we get to be. And we have that opportunity with our teammates. We have that opportunity in our relationships. You have that opportunity at the grocery store. You have that opportunity to take a stand for kindness, you know, on the street when you see someone, you know, shout out an insult, right. You have an opportunity to be like, actually we don't do that here.
1: Mm. Right.
0: It was a better way. So we are all in leadership roles and, and the most important leadership role we're in is with ourselves.
1: Yes. Yes, girl. Oh, I love it. Okay. I want to switch gears up subtly. And I just want to ask you, is there, what, what's currently, I know that your work is a constant source of inspiration always, but is there anything that's really just getting you up in the morning right now with an extra edge of, you know, and fire in you? Like what, what is that?
0: Right now it's
1: conversations like this. A lot of what I've been doing in
0: my work is, is having conversations with people, with people in leadership roles from so many different walks of life. Right. I'm so, you know, People who are in academia, people who are in boardrooms, people who are, um, you know, on the ground doing real humanitarian work and getting to see the universal through lines of what is possible in in so many different contexts and and watching and, and connecting with humans that are reshaping the way we know the world. Like that, that for me right now is. And it's almost like a drug.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, like I out with yeah. you on
0: your work all day and, and <laughs> for that. It's, like,
1: it's so fun. It's wow. so motivating. And it is, it is, I know as a podcast host and just having the conversations with incredible people like you, it's like getting it to do this work, um, is so stimulating, you know, mm-hmm. even just the, the, the conversation, but also preparation for it, like taking deeper dives into the individual's work is such a joy for me. So I, I love that. Um, I want to ask you, so you have a really exciting project underway right now. Um, can we talk about that? Yes. Yeah. So yes. Leadwell Summit, which I'm very honored that you know I've been able to be a part of. Please tell us where this came from, um, what's it all about, when's it coming out? Mm-hmm. So the Leadwell Summit, it's a
0: 14 day immersion. We have over 20 speakers, so that's over 20 hours of content um, with leaders and experts in a diverse array of experiences, vocations, expertise. Um, all coming together to have conversations about what it means to be a wealthy, well-resourced leader, uh, reshaping the conversation about what leadership gets to look like and sharing really, really unique perspectives on that. They're like raw, edgy, relevant conversations. And this was born from, from a desire. Actually, it was born in a breathwork session and I first saw it kind of as a vision. Of like, I, I want to create the biggest stage for conversations about what it really means to lead, because I want to see more people and, and we're offering it completely free. Um, 14 days, it's been a labor of love, but because I know that leadership is is the foundation. You know, even if if we're talking about entrepreneurship, if your business is a vehicle. And wealth or being well-resourced is the fuel. Leadership is you in the driver's seat. And I know when we have more people who are well-resourced and in the driver's seats of their lives and their work, what is possible? And I think often these conversations are just, not enough of them are had, right? You talked about the the great need for high-performance conversations because being in this room with you, being in this space with you and your community right now, I am expanded, right? when i when i interviewed you for this project i am expanded part of me is like oh this much more is possible this much more is available to me i am connected now i'm woven into a network that holds me at a higher level that holds me at a truer level and so it's it's a 14 day immersion we begin september 20th through october 4th um we have, we have some of the coolest People like all our speakers are like, you know, viral TED speakers, um, you know, international best-selling authors, award-winning humanitarians, just some of the coolest social entrepreneurs on the planet. Yeah, like if
1: you love yes. five, it's all people who are like at her level, oh. and, and it's. I can't wait to share this. I mean, it's such a brilliant project. And honestly, I think it's so, it's also so valuable to have this be put out in the world right now, you know, always, but right now, especially, you know, there is so much going on in the world uh, that is scary. I say that in quotations. I'm not saying that there isn't real dangers and fears, but keeping it real as I do. Fear is such a, uh, it's like sex sells, fear cells, right? So there's so much fear-based information that's being put out and it's affecting an individ- individual's belief about like, how do I move forward? Like what's possible? Is this even worth it? Am I going to fail? Like what, you know what I mean? Like preventing this forward progression of going for it in their lives. And I just, I feel like the more, you know, that we can have these kind of conversations put out and these, you know, stories is proof of people who are, you know, who have been doing it and are for continuing to do it despite whatever challenge, all the challenge, it's just, it's very inspiring. And I, I just believe that this sort of inspiration right now more than ever is so important to put into the ears and the minds and the hearts of as many, as many people as, as possible. So even like having this conversation with you, it's like, it's not just, oh, I mean, I feel like I'm just, I'm, I'm hanging out talking to my girlfriend, but, but really like What I'm ultimately trying to do, what we both are doing in this conversation is, is giving our listeners and viewers the energy that, you know, is needed to stand in your truth, your authentic self to, you know, seek the fight, to move towards the challenges, despite whatever's going on, like fucking bet on yourself, go all in. And don't be afraid to fail. Failure is a part of, you know, the process of succeeding. And yeah, so I just, I, I love that you have created this. Um, does it feel like a calling to you? Cause I feel like you're so perfectly suited to create. Yeah. It
0: feels yes. like shifting the conversation from it being about me and what I want to it being about us.
1: So powerful. We
0: need, we need more leadership now we need it yeah. not yesterday we need it yeah like yesterday like yeah this. exactly <laughs> we need it now and and we need more leaders who are grounded and rooted in truth who are rooted in integrity who are fiercely compassionate and that's one of the things i love about you is like your compassion is is fierce right it's not it is, it is unwavering. You are continuing to stay, take a stand for yourself and in doing so taking a stand for so many people. And we need more of that, right? We need people who are not just trapped in the cycle of chasing milestone to milestone, right? We've got mountains, right? We're, we're not here to just get through it.
1: No, we're
0: here to fucking thrive. We're here to thrive. We can get into it, right? Not just get through it.
1: Yes. I love it. We are team rise and thrive, girl.
0: (laughs) We need coffee mug.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We do. I'll work on that. I love it. Uh, You're such a brilliant woman. Okay. So before I kind of lead us into some of the final uh, questions and things I like to do with my guests, um, I just want to ask you, is there anything that we haven't touched on in this beautiful, powerful conversation, yet uh, maybe it's something that you wish where people would ask you about, or just that you would like to speak on more, uh, just something you know, or a final thought that you would like to live in this conversation.
0: I think I I just want to acknowledge your community and thank them for taking the time to be with us and engage in this conversation and this work, and I want to remind them that. Each of you listening, you are living leadership, that you are greatness personified, that you are rich with responsibility, and that you are here to be well resourced and supported in in carrying out the work that you're here to do.
1: Oh, this is so good. That I just adore you. Thank you. Um okay, so one of the questions I love to ask my guests is if you had a magic wand and you could give the masses one habit that would have a large positive ripple effect on their life, what would it be and why?
0: Oh my gosh. That is so, (laughs) that is so good. I think it would be Gosh, it's between self-worth and self-trust, which I think are so intricately linked. I I really it's self-belief. That's what it would be. The ability to to listen and believe in and know your capacity. Yeah. If we had that, then then we wouldn't need right. this conversation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, but reminders are good. Be reminders are good. I mean, I, I'm a very confident, self-believing, self-worthy woman, but there are moments where it's like, okay, I'm being, <laughs> I need to remind myself like, Hey girl, you got this shit. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's so important. And I love sharing that because I know that I, you know, I do, I am a strong woman and I am confident and that is all fucking real. But this is also real too, you know, that I hit those moments. I am not immune to them at all. And in fact, that is not even as powerful if that was the case. The power is feeling those punches and getting fucking back up, in my opinion, in my world, which I feel like, you know, we're linked in arms on that, Mm -hmm. you know, concept.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Goes back to the article piece that uh, I read. Like take physical punches though. I'm not like in the ring. My mother is a, uh, (laughs) a martial arts instructor. So no way. Uh, yes. Yeah. She's like a third degree back, black belt um, Shaolin Kempo. She teaches. That's amazing. I, I did take a jiu-jitsu class once when I was um I was living in an ashram and I was doing all this yoga and it was so quiet. and it was so peaceful. And I went to a jiu jitsu class and I never felt more alive. But
1: physically taking the punches. Yeah I- Yeah. Uh, I yeah I know I always say when I talk I, I don't take physical punches. Um, you know, a kickbox and Before I'm all in. Yeah. The metaphor. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not trying to get punched on my face, but I don't want to ruin my makeup. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I love that your mom is a martial artist. That's so badass. Um, okay, so that's so next part of of um let me stop that. Let me just I'm stuck on your mom being a martial artist. Like, that's so fucking badass. Okay, so. Rapid fire words. This is one of my favorite part of my conversation. So, what I'm going to do, Hannah, is I'm going to send you some rapid fire words, and you send to you, and you are going to tell me. You do not have to be rapid, but just what comes top of mind and top of heart when you take these words in. What do they mean to you? How are they expressed in your own life, et cetera? Ready? Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. Fear. force i think fear is is just this energy that is is forcing a narrative that is not always rooted in anything or truth or compassion i think fear is um often a chemical response i think fear is a natural part of our human experience and you know when i when i said the force. I think that often when we operate from fear, we're operating from a place of force. When we're leading with fear, we're leading with force. Um, but I, I, don't. I think fear is also, for me, often an indicator that something exciting is on on the next edge. We're not talking about like I'm in harm. I'm in danger. Fear. When I feel fear, I'm like, ooh, I might be
1: onto something. I I might be, I might be needing an edge here. Yeah. Right. Like go that way. <laughs> That's so good. Okay. Challenge.
0: Hmm. When I think of challenge, I actually think of it in like a very playful way. Like I dare you to lead. Um, right. I, I dare you to step in. I think Challenge
1: is opportunity. Okay, for those who have you know in my community who have just been really steady with me, they're like, "Oh my gosh, right now!" Because that's literally. Or my girls that I coach, they're like, Where did "Always she- <laughs> challenge is like cha-ching, cha-ching, opportunity, opportunity." <laughs> yeah, I'm saying like sisters of the same cloth. I love it. Um, next word is passion.
0: Hmm. Fuel. Um, passion is like passion is like the paint, right? Your life is a canvas. Passion is like all of the colors. This is this is what we get to. It's it's the richness of experience. It's and it's the richness we bring to an experience, right? If I come here and I'm just asking your questions, and you say passion I say fruit, which I love. <laughs> right i'm not i'm not bringing the same color i'm not bringing the same flavor i'm not bringing the same richness and depth of of experience and expression
1: to the conversation so i think yes yeah exactly there's you're not bringing the same temperature girl i can feel your heat there's so much passion passion is like uh, like the saffron yeah.
0: <laughs> you need it so good
1: you need it. Oh my goodness. I love it. Okay. Next word is curiosity. Hmm. I superpower.
0: Curiosity is absolutely a, a leadership and, and life and self and relationship superpower. Because if I am not in curiosity, I'm in judgment, right? And that's what, that's what our brains do. They're taught to kind of like judge and analyze and box things and, and categorize them, and, and that's their job. But when we're able to condition curiosity as a response, we open up a whole playing field again of opportunity. We open up a whole playing field of options. We open up so many more solutions to everything that's in front of us.
1: Bravo, girl. That was badass. I love it. Oh, so good. Okay, courage. Mm-hmm.
0: Necessary. Necessary. Courage is, I think, for those of us who are here to thrive and here to live lives that are, that are big and full and true, um, courage is like oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like the blood in your veins. It's, um, it's something we again and again have to call on and, yeah, I mean, there's nothing more admirable to me than than people being brave, right? Truly brave, right? I'm going to stand in my truth. I'm going to do the hard thing. I'm going to do it anyway, not because it's shiny or flashy or for accolades, but because it's true. So good. So good. Two more. Resilience. Hmm. <laughs> These are all, again, like these are just all are they so good. Life ...and leadership superpowers. Um Resilience is the ability to get back up. Resilience is the ability to still believe in in what is true and beautiful and possible when everything around you gives you a reason to quit, right? resilience is coming back. Resilience is, it's a process of, of honoring. I think it's a process of, um, of dreaming as well. Yeah. Right. Totally. It's daring to believe in, in what can be and not, not reduce yourself to just what is.
1: Uh, so, so true. You were an epic woman and this is the final word. Are you ready? (laughs) Well, here comes the basketball. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right. I'm excited about this one. Excellence.
0: Mm, A habit. Mm. Excellence is a habit. It's a practice. Um, It's a practice that, and and to achieve it, it requires a lot of the opposite, right? A lot of (laughs) the pursuit of excellence and the fumbling of excellence. Um, And... And it's something I strive for and not, and, for, and like you teach, and I love that you teach this from a place of worthiness, right? Because I'm worthy of experiencing my own excellence and I'm eager to meet it again and again, day in and day out, not because I think I have a deficiency of it, right? Just because I know it's possible and, and I, I respect that appetite.
1: Ugh, girl. Yeah. That last piece right there, (laughs) the writer in me just got so excited. Hannah, you are fucking brilliant. I truly mean this with all of my being, my heart, my soul. I am so, so grateful to be friends, to be connected and to really just continue, you know, forging a very powerful relationship with you. I wanna honor you and say thank you for not just this incredible time and conversation, but for being such a powerful contributor you know, for showing up in your truth and your most authentic self for being brave to, you know, move towards all the challenges that present themselves to you in your life and to be such a strong support system to other powerful contributors who are doing the same thing in their life and just helping this expansiveness of, you know, humans and consciousness to, to go back to our coffee mug girl to fucking rise and to thrive in life and not just be here and surviving.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, I'm so grateful to be here too. I'm so grateful to know you. I'm so grateful to walk alongside you and and to share with this courageous community that you have cultivated because building community is work and and an incredible gift. And yeah, I'm just, I'm honored to, to walk this path with you and to know that we're not in it alone.
1: No, we are not. I am so team you. And on that note, girl, please tell everyone, everything will be in the show notes. Where can they, you know, find out, how do they stay in touch with you? More information on the summit, all the things.
0: Yep. Um, so the summit is leadwellsummit.com lead well, like, um, yeah, like doing (laughs) it. Uh, you can connect with me on Instagram. That's really where I hang out. I'm I'm on the Facebook and other social medias, but I don't really spend time there. So at I am Hannah Koenig. It's a hot pink background. It's hard to miss me. Um, and and please come join the summit. Come listen to Roxy. She nailed it. If you loved this interview, you're going to be blown away by everything that she shared. And and there's so much goodness there. And we want your leadership. We want your presence. We want your participation. I want to see the work that you all are doing. I want to know how this conversation impacted you. So if you want to pop in and give me a DM, I'm here for it.
1: I love that. Thank you so much, Hannah, for everything. I can't wait to, you know, experience the summit as well. I'll be sharing it on all my channels. You're just a brilliant woman and I appreciate you. So thank you so much, girl. This is such a to be continued situation with us.
0: Definitely. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I couldn't hang out here all day.
1: I know. Truly. You go be an aunt. You're about to be an aunt. So I will talk to you very soon. I'm so excited. Congratulations. Thank you. I can't wait. Yay. All right. Bye everybody.